The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Happy Tuesday, Good News Day, during the week when we ask you to join the family. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Tuesday, November 8th, 2022, Tuesday of the 32nd week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's Liturgical Year C, Cycle 2. Tuesday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the Rosary. And our saint today is Saint Castorius, the patron saint of sculptors. Castorius, Claudius, Nicostratus, and Symphorian are called the Four Crowned Martyrs. They were tortured and executed in Pannonia, Hungary during the reign of Diocletian. Diocletian commissioned them to do several carvings, but then they refused to carve a statue of Aesculapius as they were Christians. When they refused to sacrifice to the gods, they were imprisoned. The emperor had them executed. St. Castorius, pray for us. And let's begin this day, this hour of the Relevant Radio Pledge Drive with the Memorare. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection implored thy help or sought thine intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of Virgins, my mother, To thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O mother of the word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying for children who are suffering, especially those who are homeless, orphans, and victims of war. May they be guaranteed access to education, and the opportunity to experience family affection. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you're here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Well, Jesus, we want to start our time of prayer today by listening to the Gospel, to hear what you have to speak to us today. Jesus said to his disciples, Which of you, with a servant plowing or minding sheep, would say to him when he returned from the fields, Come and have your meal immediately? Would he not be more likely to say, get my supper laid, make yourself tidy and wait on me till I eat and drink? You can eat and drink yourself afterwards. Must he be grateful to the servant for doing what he was told? So with you, when you have done all you have been told to do, say, we are merely servants. We have done no more than our duty. Now, in truth, probably most of us are completely un familiar with the world of servants and slaves, at least I hope so for the vast majority of us. Though we might consider ourselves to be the the servants of the Lord in a kind of a spiritual sense, but we don't eagerly seek out ways to be in servitude to other people, let's say, 
or certainly to be enslaved to anybody. We have fought very hard for the, the freedom of individuals and for the freedom of their conscience so as to not be enslaved in any way. And so we have to try and pick under the surface a little bit of what you're saying to us in the gospel today, Jesus, because in one sense, we understand that it's a good and wholesome thing to be of service to other people. But we instantly sort of reject the notion of being the servant, let's say, or the slave of anybody. And yet that is what you are calling the disciples to be in this gospel passage from, from Luke today. Well, the first thing that sort of came to my mind as I was reading this gospel and thinking about servants was when I was a good bit younger than I am now and was at home eating my dinner. And at the end of the dinner, a very nice dinner usually that my mother or my father had prepared, uh, my brother and I would just get up from the table and then plonk ourselves down on the couch probably to watch television. And obviously did not bring our plates or glasses up to the sink. So I'm not even talking about washing the dishes. I'm just saying leaving the things sitting on the table. And my father, to make the point, would come and stand between um, ourselves, my brother and myself and the television and say, uh, oh, you two must think you're in the hotel again, do you? <laughs> um, I'm laughing because um, it's probably not that far distant past that this has happened again. But the point was that, of course, when you are in a hotel, you just get up from the table at the end of the meal, especially if somebody else is pay paying for your meal. You literally have no contribution whatsoever to the, uh, the tidying up. And you might say thank you to the staff as you're leaving, but nobody's expecting you to pick up your plate and take it to the kitchen and certainly not to wash the dishes yourself. But that, of course, is different in your own family home. There's a certain obligation that you might uh, say upon just kind of being a good child or helping out at home. And so the point was that uh, my parents are certainly not the slaves of, the, of their children. And so we ought to have helped out and done little things in order to, to show our appreciation, not only of what we had received, but also to just do what was our duty. And that's what Jesus is talking about also in the gospel today. Now, of course, between parents and children, there is probably a great deal of unpaid labor that uh, that just has to happen, you know, in order for family life to function normally, that parents will often just put themselves at the service of their, their children or husbands to their wives uh, for the sake of, or wives to their husbands, indeed, for that matter, um, for the sake of, of a, a home functioning as it should. And there is a certain degree in which that um, unpaid labor, let's call it for the sake of argument, uh, or goodwill, you might say, is needed in order to, 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 to just live a normal life, you know, that people will do the duties that are expected of them, even if they never get a thanks for it. Uh, you think of lots of opportunities that you have on a constant uh, basis in order to, to be of some help to other people by, by tidying up the house, uh, by, you know, even doing things that are not necessarily your responsibility, but because it just helps life function easier. And one is not the servant or the slave of the other. You know, you think of doing little tasks at home to, to help out your parents or tidying up your room or tidying up the garden, you know, and think of autumn at this time of year when leaves are everywhere and yeah it might be helpful to just take out a brush and brush up those leaves and that doesn't mean that you are a slave of your parents because you are doing something which is kind of a, uh, 
manual labor, so to speak, and you're not going to be paid for it, but you, you do it on the basis of the fact that it is a good thing to do, or because we are grateful for all of the other kind of benefits and kind that we have received. And so we might be of service to, to somebody else, especially somebody whom we love, because we appreciate everything else that, that they have done for us. In other words, we might help out because we're grateful for what we have received. Now, again, we're getting a little bit closer here to I think what Jesus is talking about in the gospel, because we can understand that we might want to be of, of service or of help to, to you, Jesus, or to your church, because we acknowledge that, you know, we receive a lot of benefit in kind. And it's not that we are in servitude, but we want to offer something of, of concrete help in order to, I don't know, make the church function easier or in order to be a better disciple that I might uh, be of some concrete service uh, whenever that is needed. Let's stretch the analogy a little bit, thinking about family relations and like, kind of whole world of unpaid labor for the sake of uh, goodness to what happens in the workplace. You know, our, our co-workers are most certainly not, not our slaves, um, even if you're the boss. You know, these people are, are there uh, to, to do an honest day's work. And they're not slaves of anybody else because usually there is a, some sort of uh, remuneration as part of their service in order that they're paid for the work that they do. And if the work we do is of, of kind of genuine use, then, then that payment is right and just. But recently I visited a friend who uh, started out in a new job and he wasn't the only one starting out in a new job. He'd been there for a few weeks and you could tell that some of the, the new co-workers were just maybe not completely up to speed yet on, on what the job entailed. And that's frustrating at times whenever you're hoping that somebody's going to do their job better than they currently are. But it, it, it demands an awful lot of, of, of patience. Now, again, a co-worker is not a slave, so you can't take out a, a stick and start beating them because they're not doing the job, perhaps just exactly in the way that you want. And we have to be a little bit more mannerly about it and try to encourage and help and support. But we're all trying to, 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 to kind of do the best job that we possibly can. And when it's a co-worker, then, you know, this is a, a real opportunity that we have to, to help somebody to do their job better or to encourage them to do their job better by giving a good example or helping them whenever we see that they're struggling in any way. Okay, so let's put that back into what we're talking about in the gospel. Well, we might want to be a better Christian. We might want to be a better service to, to Jesus and to the church. But we acknowledge here that this takes a lot of patience uh, on the part of you, Jesus, because more often than not, just like my friend struggling with his coworker, we're, we're just not up to the scratch. And we acknowledge whenever we get this little insight, Jesus, that perhaps, you know, maybe I don't put in the effort that I, that I do. Maybe I need to, to, to give more of myself in my prayer, more of myself in my, my service of you, whatever it is. But I acknowledge that there's a heck of a lot of patience there. Now, all of these things are kind of skirting around the surface of what we must do for you, Jesus. That they kind of the, the things that we are obliged to do for you, because we are your servants, whether we find that uncomfortable or not. We, are of ser we have to be in service to you, Jesus, if we want to be your disciple. And 
you know, you give us a lot of commands at times in the, in in the, in the in the Bible that that we are obliged to follow through. You know, to worship you primarily. You know, to to honor you with all of our 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 heart, our mind, and and our soul, and to to set aside time in order to do that on a on a daily, if not a weekly basis, to worship you as as you deserve to be worshipped. Also, we are obliged to live in a kind of a moral life, to be holy as our Heavenly Father is holy, and to live by charity, to love one another as I have loved you. These are what you say to us, and these things you say to us in, in your word. Jesus, help us to be a better servant. Help us to be of some concrete service. And perhaps in a very physical manifestation of that might be in this month of November, to pray for the holy souls, recognizing that these are the servants that have gone before us that they were just exactly like us, and now that we can do something for them, something which is unseen, something which is not likely to gain any immediate reward for ourselves, but is of infinite value to them. This is our duty, to pray for the holy souls that they might get to heaven, and that we might do so as an act of worship of you. Jesus, help us to see that we are merely your servants, and that we must do what is our duty, and to do it lovingly, because of all that you have given to us. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations that you've communicated to me during this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 13 past the hour. We begin the liturgical day next on Daybreak. Back to Daybreak in just a moment. It's Glenn sitting in with Paul here. Time to talk to you about a fabulous opportunity to do good, to be generous, to help Relevant Radio, and to join the family all at the same time. That's right. It's our end-of-the-year fall pledge drive here at Relevant Radio. Our need $3 million by the end of the week. Help us to keep going strong across the country and around the world. We're on over 200 stations uh, in North America, and we're available everywhere online. RelevantRadio.com, also your Relevant Radio app. You can give. On the app, you can give at RelevantRadio.com and that good old-fashioned phone number, even right now, right and early at 877-291-0123. 877-291-0123. We're inviting you to join the family to help Relevant Radio continue the life-changing work of promoting the good news of Jesus Christ and His Church. Hear the gospel proclaimed each and every day here at Relevant Radio. Uh, take advantage of the opportunity to have folks around the country pray for you and your needs. All kinds of great learning happens. We've got people to answer your questions people to wrestle with you over your comments and we're here to help wake you up and get you on your way in the right from the mind too it's so important join the family now 877-291-0123 it's quick and easy to donate friendly volunteers are standing by to take your phone calls or to take your pledge online at relevantradio.com or on the relevant radio app and when you call please be sure to give us your prayer requests all of your prayer requests are taken to the Blessed Sacrament where they're prayed for. RelevantRadio.com or the Relevant Radio app, 877-291-0123. Your support helps us to meet the quarterly costs of staying on the air, which, believe it or not, are massive. We have tons of things to take care of, just like any radio station, and we've got over 200 radio stations to take care of. So give us a hand right now. Join the family, 877-291-0123 or RelevantRadio.com or the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Tuesday, November 8th, 2022. 
I'm Paul Sadek. We join the whole church in prayer now. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will proclaim proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship the Lord our mighty God. Come, let us worship the Lord our mighty God. Cry out with joy to the Lord all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before Him singing for joy. Come, let us worship the Lord our mighty God. Know that He the Lord is God. He made us, we belong to Him. We are His people, the sheep of His flock. Come, let us worship the Lord our mighty God. Go within His gates giving thanks. Enter His courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to Him and bless His name. Come, let us worship the Lord our mighty God. Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal His merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Come, let us worship the Lord our mighty God. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord our mighty God.
Lord, let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me. Lord, Lord my let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me. O Lord, listen to my prayer, and let my cry for help reach you. Do not hide your face from me in the day of my distress. Turn your ear towards me, and answer me quickly when I call. For my days are vanishing like smoke. My bones burn away like a fire. My heart is withered like the grass. I forget to eat my bread. I cry with all my strength, and my skin clings to my bones. I have become like a pelican in the wilderness, like an owl in desolate places. I lie awake, and I moan like some lonely bird on a roof. All day long my foes revile me. Those who hate me use my name as a curse. The bread I eat is ashes. My drink is mingled with tears. In your anger, Lord, and your fury, you have lifted me up and thrown me down. My days are like a passing shadow, and I wither away like the grass. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me. Be attentive, Lord, to the prayer of the helpless. Be attentive, Lord, to the prayer of the helpless. But you, O Lord, will endure forever, and your name from age to age. You will arise and have mercy on Zion. For this is the time to have mercy. Yes, the, the time appointed has come, for your servants love her very stones, are moved with pity even for her dust. The nations shall fear the name of the Lord, and all the earth's kings your glory, when the Lord shall build up Zion again and appear in all his glory. Then he will turn to the prayers of the helpless, He will not despise their prayers. Let this be written for ages to come, that a people yet unborn may praise the Lord. For the Lord leaned down from his sanctuary on high. He looked down from heaven to the earth, that he might hear the groans of the prisoners and free those condemned to die. The sons of your servants shall dwell untroubled, and their race shall endure for before you that the name of the Lord may be proclaimed in Zion and his praises in the heart of Jerusalem, when the peoples and kingdoms are gathered together to pay their homage to the Lord. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was in the beginning, is now, and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Be attentive, Lord, to the prayer of the helpless. You, O Lord, established the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. You, O Lord, established the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. 
He has broken my strength in mid-course. He has shortened the days of my life. I say to God, Do not take me away before my days are complete, you whose days last from age to age. Long ago you founded the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you will remain. They will all wear out like a garment. You will change them like clothes that are changed. But you neither change nor have an end. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, you live in the hearts of your saints, and so have built up Zion. May you always show your greatness through their good works. You, O Lord, establish the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. Listen, my people, to my teaching. Give ear to the words I speak. From the beginning of the book of the prophet Daniel. In the third year of the reign of Joachim, king of Judah, King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon came and laid siege to Jerusalem. The Lord handed over to him Jehoiakim, king of Judah, and some of the vessels of the temple of God, which he carried off to the land of Shinar and placed in the temple treasury of his God. The king told Ashpenaz, his chief chamberlain, to bring in some of the Israelites of royal blood of the nobility, young men without any defect, handsome, intelligent, and wise, quick to learn, and prudent in judgment, such as could take their place in the king's palace. They were to be taught the language and the literature of the Chaldeans. After three years' training, they were to enter the king's service." the king allotted them a daily portion of food and wine from the royal table. Among these were men of Judea, Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. The chief chamberlain changed their names. Daniel to Balthasar, Hananiah to Shadrach, Mishael to Mesach, and Azariah to Abednego. But Daniel was resolved not to defile himself with the king's food or wine, so he begged the chief chamberlain to spare him this defilement. Though God had given Daniel the favor and sympathy of the chief chamberlain, he nevertheless said to Daniel, I'm afraid of my lord the king. It is he who allotted your food and drink. If he sees that you look wretched by comparison with the other young men of your age, you will endanger my life with the king. Then Daniel said to the steward, whom the chief chamberlain had put in charge of Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, Please test your servants for ten days. Give us vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then see how we look in comparison with the other young men 
who eat from the royal table, and treat your servants according to what you see. He acceded to this request and tested them for ten days. After ten days, they looked healthier and better fed than any of the young men who ate from the royal table. So the steward continued to take away the food and the wine they were to receive and give them vegetables. To these four young men, God gave knowledge and proficiency in all literature and science, and to Daniel, the understanding of all visions and dreams. At the end of the time the king had specified for their preparation, the chief chamberlain brought them before Nebuchadnezzar. When the king had spoken with all of them, none was found equal to Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. And so they entered the king's service. In any question of wisdom or prudence which the king put to them, he found them ten times better than all of the magicians and enchanters in his kingdom. Daniel remained there until the first year of King Cyrus. The Word of the Lord The Lord filled them with wisdom and learning, and the grace of His Spirit strengthened them. The Lord filled their hearts with understanding. In any question of wisdom or information which the king directed to them, he found their answers better than those of all he had consulted. The Lord filled their hearts with understanding. A reading from a homily written in the second century. Brethren, we ought to regard Jesus Christ as God and judge of the living and the dead. We should not hold our Savior in low esteem, for if we esteem him but little, we may hope to obtain but little from him. Moreover, people who hear these things and think them of small importance commit sin, and we ourselves sin if we do not realize what we have been called from, who has called us, and to what place, and how much suffering Jesus Christ endured on our account. How then shall we repay him? What fruit can we bear that would be worthy of what he has given us? For how many benefits are we not in his debt? He has enlightened our minds. He has called us sons as a father does. He saved us when we were about to perish. How then shall we praise him? How repay him for his gifts? Spiritually blind, we worshipped stones and pieces of wood, gold and silver and bronze, things made by men, and our whole life was death. Darkness enfolded us and nothing but gloom met our eyes. Then by his will we escaped from the cloud that enveloped us and recovered our sight. For he saw our many errors and the damnation that awaited us, and knowing that apart from him we had no hope of salvation, he pitied us, and in his mercy saved us. He called us when we were not his people, and willed us to become his people. Rejoice, O barren woman who never bore a child, Break into shouts of joy who never knew a woman's pangs. For the deserted wife shall have more children than she who has a husband. When he says, Rejoice, O barren woman who never bore a child, he is speaking of us. For our church was barren until children were given her. When he says, Break into shouts of joy, you who never knew a mother's pangs, he means that we should not grow weary like women in labor, 
but tirelessly and in all simplicity offer our prayers to God. He declares that the deserted wife shall have more children than she who has a husband, because faith has now made our people who seem to have been deserted by God more numerous than those who were thought to possess him. Another text says, I have come not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. For it is those who are perishing who must be saved. It is a great and wonderful work to uphold those who are falling, rather than those who already stand firm. Christ willed to save people who were in danger of losing their souls, and he has been the salvation of many. When we were on the point of perishing, he came and called us. God has not destined us to endure wrath, but to win salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, so that we might live in him. God rescued us from the power of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of his own beloved Son, so that we might live in him. Let us pray. Almighty and merciful God, Graciously keep from us all adversity, so that, unhindered in mind and body alike, we may pursue in freedom of heart the things that are yours. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Twenty-five minutes before the hour, today's gospel is coming up in just a few minutes, along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Join the family. The Relevant Radio Pledge Drive is underway. It's our last pledge drive this year. And when we say join the family, Family usually technically refers to people who are related, either by blood or by marriage. But there's a broader definition of family, and that's what we're talking about. People who get together for one common cause, and our common cause is to spread the good news of Jesus Christ through his one holy Catholic and apostolic church. So how do you do that? Well, one way you can do it is by supporting Relevant Radio. Give us a call at 877-291-0123 or pledge online at RelevantRadio.com or on the Relevant Radio app. If you haven't made a donation to Relevant Radio this year, now is the time. And now is the day. There's no better time than right now. So please, join the family. 877-291-0123 online, RelevantRadio.com on the mobile app too. Safe and secure, quick and easy. You're busy this time of day, obviously, and uh, we're happy to make it an easy process for you. Thanks for being generous. Thanks for joining the family here at Relevant Radio. Help us to wipe out that need by the end of the week of $3 million, keeping us going strong for three more months, blasting into 2023 already, doing good things and uh, helping to be that spot on the radio dial that can encourage you, lift you up, and help uh, not only build your spirits, build your faith, and equip you to build others' uh, faith around you, your family, friends, and more. Lots of great ways to do it, as we mentioned online, relevantradio.com, on the mobile app, also 877-291-0123. This bright and early hour is a partnership challenge hour with a 100% match for each and every gift, and we have great thank you gifts. If you give at the $50 a month level, $600 for the year, the Holy Family Holy Water Font is yours. 
Check out that and more thank you gifts online. Give while you're there too. RelevantRadio.com It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Tuesday, November 8th, 2022. Tuesday of the 32nd week in Ordinary Time. I'm Paul Sadek. Today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, kind of reminds me of the old saying, you have one job. It's from the 17th chapter of the Gospel of Luke. Will any one of you who has a servant plowing or keeping sheep say to him when he has come in from the field, come in once and sit down at table? Will he not rather say to him, prepare supper for me, and gird yourself and serve me till I eat and drink, and afterward you shall eat and drink. Does he thank the servant because he did what was commanded? So you also, when you have done all that is commanded, you say, we are unworthy servants. We have only done what was our duty. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Well, it's true, we are God's tools in the work of salvation. How so? Let me explain. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 5, Ordinary Time. St. Paul makes use of an image from the farm to teach about our participation in apostolic work. I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the growth. So neither he who plants nor he who waters is anything, but only God who gives the growth, for we are God's fellow workers. What a wonderful thing it is to know that we are collaborators with God in his work of redemption. In some mysterious way, the Lord has need of us. We have to remember that it is God who plants the seed of faith and helps it to grow and bear fruit. Pope St. Pius X touched upon this question in an encyclical about the priesthood. It may be said that, weeping as they go, they, priests, scatter the seed. It may be that, with anxious care, they nourish it. But to make it sprout and bring forth the cherished fruit, this is the work of God alone and His powerful assistance. This also is to be well considered that men are nothing more than instruments which God uses for the saving of souls and that these instruments must be fit, therefore, to be handled by God. Man is capable of undertaking great things when he is humble. This is when he protects his union with Christ through prayer. For the brush to be useful, it has to transmit the colors and tones desired by the artist. The brush has to subordinate its own qualities and characteristics to the plan and intention of the painter. It is the painter who composes the painting. He creates the effects of light and shadow. He employs the vivid and subdued tones. He imparts the harmony, meaning, and profundity. It would also be good to note that the brush has to be firmly united to the hand of the artist. It is like an extension of his arm. If there is no such union, then the intention of the artist may be jeopardized. We want to be in the hands of the Lord. Yet we know that there are many times when this is not the case. Let us tell Jesus in the intimacy of our prayer, I think of my wretchedness, which seems to be on the increase despite the graces you give me. 
it must be due to my failure to correspond. I know that I am completely unprepared for the enterprise you are asking of me, and when I read in the newspapers of so very many highly qualified and respected men with formidable talents and no lack of financial resources, speaking, writing, organizing in defense of your kingdom, I look at myself and see that I'm a nobody, ignorant, poor, so little in a word. This would fill me with shame if I did not know that you want me to be so. But, Lord Jesus, you know how gladly I have put my ambition at your feet to have faith and love, to be loving, believing, suffering. In these things, I do want to be rich and learned, but no more rich and learned than you in your limitless mercy have wanted me to be. I desire to put all my prestige and honor into fulfilling your most just and most lovable will. Our Mother Mary was the most faithful collaborator with the Holy Spirit in the work of redemption. She will teach us how to be good instruments in the hands of the Lord. Our guardian angel will second this intention by reminding us that we are only unprofitable servants, doing the Lord's bidding. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Apologies for my voice today. It will get better. 18 minutes before the hour, time to pray. We join the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia.
I will sing to you, O Lord. I will learn from you the way of perfection. I will, I will sing, sing to you, O Lord. I will, I will learn from you the way of perfection. My song is of mercy and justice. I sing to you, O Lord. I will walk in the way of perfection. Oh, when, Lord, will you come? I will walk with blameless heart within my house. I will not set before my eyes whatever is base. I will hate the ways of the crooked. They shall not be my friends. The false-hearted must keep far away. The wicked I disown. The man who slanders his neighbor in secret I will bring to silence. The man of proud looks and haughty heart I will never endure. I look to the faithful in the land that they may dwell with me. He who walks in the way of perfection shall be my friend. No man who practices deceit shall live within my house. No man who utters lies shall stand before my eyes. Morning by morning, I will silence all the wicked in the land, uprooting from the city of the Lord all who do evil. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, now and, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. So that your people may walk in innocence, you came to us, Lord Jesus, and told us to be holy, as your Father is holy. Help your children to love what is truly perfect, so that we may neither speak what is evil, nor do what is wrong. Let us stand in your sight, and celebrate with you the Father's love and justice. I will, I will sing, sing to you, O Lord. I will, I will learn, learn from you the way, the way of perfection. Lord, do not withhold your compassion from us. Lord, do not withhold your compassion from us. Blessed are you and praiseworthy, O Lord, the God of our fathers, and glorious forever is your name. For you are just in all you have done. All your deeds are faultless, all your ways right, and all your judgments proper. For we have sinned and transgressed by departing from you, and we have done every kind of evil. For your name's sake, do not deliver us up forever, or make void your covenant. Do not take away your mercy from us, for the sake of Abraham, your beloved, Isaac, your servant, and Israel, your Holy One, to whom you promise to multiply their offspring like the stars of heaven or the sand on the shore of the sea. For we are reduced, O Lord, beyond any other nation, brought low everywhere in the world this day, 
because of our sins. We have in our day no prince, prophet, or leader, no holocaust, sacrifice, oblation, or incense, no place to offer first fruits to find favor with you. But with contrite heart and humble spirit, let us be received, as though it were holocausts of rams and bullocks, or thousands of fat lambs. So let our sacrifice be in your presence today as we follow you unreservedly. For those who trust in you cannot be put to shame. And now we follow you with our whole heart. We fear you and we pray to you. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, do not withhold your compassion from us. O God, I will sing to you a new song. O God, God, I will will sing sing to you a new song. Blessed be the Lord, my rock, who trains my arms for battle, who prepares my hands for war. He is my love, my fortress. He is my stronghold, my savior, my shield, my place of refuge. He brings people under my rule. Lord, what is man that you care for him, mortal man that you keep him in mind, man who is merely a breath, whose life fades like a passing shadow? Lower your heavens and come down. Touch the mountains, breathe them in smoke. Flash your lightnings, rout the foe, shoot your arrows and put them to flight. Reach down from heaven and save me. Draw me out of the mighty waters, from the hands of alien foes whose mouths are filled with lies, whose hands are raised in perjury. To you, O God, will I sing a new song. I will play on the ten-stringed harp to you who give kings their victory, who set David, your servant, free. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, God of strength, you gave your Son victory over death. Direct your church's fight against evil in the world. Clothe us with the weapons of light, and unite us under the one banner of love, that we may receive our eternal reward after the battle of earthly life. O O God, God, I will will sing sing to you you a new song. A reading from Isaiah All you who are thirsty, come to the water. You who have no money, Come, receive grain and eat. Come without paying and without cost. Drink wine and milk 
the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. Lord, listen to my cry. All my trust is in your promise. Lord, listen to my cry. All my trust is in your promise. Dawn finds me watching, crying out for you. All my trust is in your promise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Lord, listen to my cry. All my trust is in your promise. Lord, save us from the hands of all who hate us. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, save us from the hands of all who hate us. To the God who gives us the joy of praising Him this morning and who strengthens our hope, let us pray. Hear us, O Lord, for the glory of your name. Hear Hear us, O Lord, Lord, for the the glory of your name. We thank you, God and Father of Jesus, our Savior, for the knowledge and immortality you have given us through him. Hear Hear us, O Lord, for the the glory of your name. Make us humble of heart. Help us to serve one another out of reverence for Christ. Hear Hear us, O Lord, Lord, for the the glory of your name. Pour out your Spirit on us, your servants. Make us sincere in our love for each other. Hear Hear us, us, O Lord, Lord, for for the the glory of your name. You instructed man to labor and to exercise dominion over the earth. May our work honor you and sanctify our brothers and sisters. Hear Hear us, O Lord, for for the glory of your name. Now let us offer together the prayer our Lord Jesus Christ taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as As we we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, 
but But deliver deliver us from from evil. evil. Increase in us, Lord, the faith you have given us, and bring to a harvest worthy of heaven the praise we offer you at the beginning of this new day. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you, and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Like I said, there's no better time to pledge than right now, 877-291-0123, or on the Relevant Radio app, or at RelevantRadio.com. Morning air is coming right up. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's get together again tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the Relevant Radio app. In the meantime, you go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.